Hello and welcome back to the program. My name is Michael Finney. Today I am joined by Michael Marchese, owner of Tempesta Media. Hi, it's a pleasure to be able to meet you. Thanks for joining us. And why don't you go into your background a little bit and tell us about your career, how you find yourself in the marketing field and anything that you feel is important for your development on that path? Sure. Uh, I actually fell into the world of the internet by accident back in the early 1990s. I was working at a technology recruiting company at the time, and um, there was the opportunity to uh, work with human resource information systems. And unfortunately, because I didn't have enough seniority at the company at the time, because I really was only uh, 20 years old, uh, I got uh, I was given a project that no one wanted at the time, which was what was called the internet. And this was before the days of the browser. Uh, and uh, I got involved very much with that in uh, doing technical recruiting of IDMS and COBOL programmers using Usenet, chat rooms, and a lot of the other things, Gopher, Archie, and stuff at that time. Uh, by chance, I got connected with a startup in Indianapolis called the Online Career Center, that uh, asked me to come aboard as uh, their board of director member. And, and uh, with the founders, that ultimately became the back end of what we know today as Monster.com. And so by the time that I ended up coming back to uh, Chicago, I had already had uh, you know, literally a year and a half, two years of working with the internet, both at uh, Technology Solution Group, or excuse me, um, Computer Task Group, a CTG as well as uh, online career center. That's what got me started, and so I was very fortunate to be at the right time at the right place, and uh, that propelled my career. From there, I started at the internet division of uh, what later became uh, a subsidiary of J. Walter Thompson, the big ad agency in Chicago. I got involved with a couple startups. Some of them uh, did incredibly well, uh, like Leapfrog Online. What now is today? Uh, what was originally a website store, which is now today part of Adobe, and then uh, a couple others that didn't do so well. So as part of that process, it really allowed me to get involved. And uh, over the last nearly 30 years, I've been deeply involved in the marriage between media and technology. Very good. So that's kind of where the initial spark for Tempesta Media comes from. Do you want to tell us about how that coalesced from your earlier experiences in the 2000s and then launching this project? Sure. Uh, so I started Tempesta Media in 2011, and it was actually out of frustration. Prior to starting the company, I headed up uh, several divisions and multiple offices for a subsidiary of the global uh, publicly traded uh advertising agency, Omnicom. And uh, the specific uh, subsidiary that I was working with uh, focused on search engine management, paid search advertising, and so forth, as well as what at that time was called on-site SEO. And we worked with uh, our clients were really Fortune 2000 brands. So some of the biggest names that you can think of were clients of ours. And um, at that time, 2008, 2009, 2010, there really wasn't any solution out there for a lot of these clients to be able to create content at scale uh, for specifically the internet and for their website. 
many of these big companies had quarterly collateral cycles of which they would create content that was primarily to support their uh, sales programs and their traditional video, radio, and direct mail uh, programs. And so uh, they were having trouble scaling up and getting rankings for search engine optimization for SEO. And so they came to us saying, what is the best solution out there? And my team scoured scoured basically the entire continental United States looking for uh, a solution that would work. And the challenge was is that you had uh, a couple of what I call uh, indirect solutions uh, that existed. So at that time, it was the very beginning of what I would call these freelancer marketplaces. Uh, we know these today as like Upwork and Fiverr and others. At that time, there were some predecessor precursor to those that had just really gotten started. challenge with those types of marketplaces is that you can create content at scale, but you lose quality. And it's a real pain to try to be able to manage all that. Many people may not realize it, but the average freelance writer uh, working at a company turns over for about four times in a year. The lifespan of those people is about three months. And that can be anything from they're just not a good content fit or quality fit to changes in the corporate direction to the freelancer finding another gig or ultimately take a, a full-time position. So uh, if you're trying to go and create two or 300 pieces of content a month and they really have to be at an expert level, uh, it's just impossible for those marketplaces to be able to, to drive that type of result. So that clearly wasn't an option. The other things that we looked at is, well, maybe agencies, other agencies within the Omnicom family could potentially do this. Problem is, is that most agencies, even today, they don't keep a stable of experts that are within specific industries on staff. They'll generally have copywriters or occasionally some other um, people that can uh, tie in or a network of freelancers that they can tie into. But the challenge with that is, is that it's a very convoluted content management cycle, number one. Number two is it's incredibly expensive. And number three, you don't get that depth of knowledge that you're looking for, that depth of expertise. When these companies are looking for an outsourced uh, content marketing solution, they're comparing the quality to people internally that are writing the content for them today. And if that content is not at that level or comparable level, uh, it's not going to work. And so uh, after my team spent months looking at it and realizing that there was just nothing out there on the market outside of these two um, alternatives that were completely inadequate, so well, so this has got to be done. So I spoke with several venture capital companies to get their insights, and they felt that content marketing or quality content market scale was just not a viable option. And I felt otherwise. And so that's what started the journey of Tempesta Media. We spent about two and a half, three years developing in just an obscene amount of money, developing the uh, platform and the, the technology uh, to be able to really create content that's high quality, that's expert level at scale. And that's what really got started. There really is a difference in regards to the process between traditional media creation and the digital marketing, content marketing, online content 
production cycle and being able to insert good technology into that workflow is critical. Um, so what have you found in regards to how the response has been since launching? Uh, and what's, what's the evolution of that over the last decade plus? That's a, it's a really good question. And I'm speaking from the experience of us having now worked with nearly 500 companies across the United States, across a myriad of industries, what we have seen is when content marketing really started to, to get started out there in the late 2000s and really 2010, 2011, a lot of companies viewed it as an extension of their marketing collateral budget because that's where a lot of the initial funds came from. And the level of sophistication required to be able to go and create content uh, was really simplistic. You didn't have to worry about all the things that you see today and a lot of the technology that exists today just wasn't there. Essentially, you would get, here's an expert. Let's say, for example, you're trying to write an article about mortgages. Well, you need a mortgage expert to be able to share their thoughts. They put that uh, you know those ideas to paper, and then from there, you'd have an editor edit that content, and voila, you're done. And fast forward to where we are today, and the amount of technology that's required, given the both the way the the market has shifted and the specialization that's needed, is incredibly different from even five years ago. Today, you need to worry about not only creating content that really resonates with your audience, but you have to make sure it's optimized for the search engines. You have to make sure it hits certain readability thresholds that go with it. You need to make sure that it's not been inadvertently plagiarized or nowadays that hasn't been written by an AI because all these things negatively impact the performance of that content on the internet. Uh, you have to deal with the workflow. It's no longer you're creating one blog post a month for your site and done, checkbox, it's over with. You now have to have a very integrated content marketing program that spans not just textual content, but gets into social, video, and other forms of content. And then um, being able to make sure you choreograph that all together around certain content themes and objectives is critical. And you just cannot do that these days without uh, a significant investment in technology. And that's really what Tempesta Media has been able to do over these years is that the market now has grown in complexity to really recognize what we put together as one of the leader, early leaders in this space. Tell me a little bit about the workflow process of using the platform from a client perspective and what they can kind of expect in terms of, uh, you know, the communication with the team and writers and, you know, not just that, but maybe some of the deliverable products that they can expect from the platform and, and the team. So just building on what I was mentioning earlier, content marketing has become a very specific, detailed, and highly skilled discipline within the overall digital marketing mix. So much like when you deal with paid search or social 
Yeah, you really need to have a specialist that deeply understands those areas that has subject matter expertise in the areas, as well as the technology to be able to make those programs successful. Same thing goes for content marketing. And with Tempesta Media, we have what is called a managed service. So getting back to my frustrations that I had early on with uh, basically being faced with a choice of a marketplace or an agency, I said there had to be a better way. And I had put together with my team, I said, I want a wish list of everything we would want in a vendor that would allow us to be able to not just create uh, expert content at scale and not sacrifice the quality, but also it's got to drive results. It's got to drive engagement. It's got to drive leads. It's got to drive revenue. And oh, on top of that, I want it done in such a way that I don't have to spend more than 15 to 30 minutes a week dealing with it. I want it all done for me. And I don't want to have to make investments in technology or anything else. And so that actually ended up becoming the punch list of what became Tempest Media. So what we've done is we've developed a managed service where if you as a customer uh, work with us, you're dealing with one person. You don't have to deal with editors, SEO specialists, writers, and all the other uh, symphony of people that come together to be able to make it happen. You have one account manager. They will do an onboarding call with you uh, to be able to make sure they understand what your strategic objectives are, what KPIs you're going to use to measure that success, uh, and where are your gaps in your program. They'll complete what's called a probe analysis uh, on your company to find out where you've got gaps and blockers that are hurting your program from being successful. Once that's done, we actually are able to put together what's called a brand content, uh, brand style guide, which we call voice profile, that succinctly captures who your company is, personality, culture, and so forth, so that the writing style reflects who you are. Uh, We've vetted over 27,000 U.S. industry experts, and unlike uh, agencies of these marketplaces, we really don't deal with writers. We actually deal with and work with experts that are from the industry. They have at least five years of experience with the average one having 15 years working in your industry. And uh, we vet them to make sure that they're going to be a fit for our customers. Our customers then are provided six to 10 of these people, uh, which we give them a test, a paid test assignment. And our customers get to pick and choose which writers they want on their team. And because we operate on a subscription model and because of the way that we work with these industry experts, uh, those right, those industry experts will be the per- people that will be creating that content week in, week out. When you have deep experts that are going to be working with you on an ongoing basis, it naturally leads to much better aligned content than ad hoc freelancer projects that you might farm out to someone. Once we've got your writing team in place, uh, and we've configured our platform and the appropriate modules to fit what your KPIs are and your objectives, uh, we'll then uh, put together what's called an editorial calendar that will outline everything that we're going to do, what those deliverables are going to be when they're due, and then obviously what kind of content we're going to create so that you can review and approve it before we even start word one of content being written. Once that's completed, 
then your account manager manages the entire program for you. The only thing that you have to do is simply review um, you know, what kind of social posts we're planning to put out, what kind of content uh, that's going to be posted, but all the integrations to your social media networks, to your website, to your analytics, your uh, Google Search Console, it's all taken care for you. So at the end of the month, you get a comprehensive set of reports that outline, here's how you've done against your objectives, here's what worked, what didn't work, here's what needs to be further optimized. And uh, it allows you to really act as a CMO and manage this program, whether it be social content, influencer, SEO, email, what have you, all from that high-level perspective, which saves you not only a huge amount of time as a top marketing executive or CEO, but more important, everything's been synchronized and aligned together so that it's completely focused on your KPIs and objectives. And that really is, that is the big thing. On average, where our customers are seeing huge double and triple digit improvements in their KPIs through our program within months of starting with us. So not only does it get the ROI, but it also gets the return on time that goes with it too, or ROT as we call it. Will you tell us a little bit about what we can expect from Tempesta Media going forward? Maybe some things that you're watching uh you know for the remainder of 2023 going into 2024 things that have your eye and your ear in the field i think in terms of overall industry trends there's a lot of talk about um ai and how ai can write content and potentially put writers out of business and i think on on one level for content of what I call low-level clickbait or generalist-type content in B2C industries, I think that's definitely a possibility out there. But if you're in a B2B industry, if you have a complex product or service that requires education, really what you need is industry experts to write that for you with the assistance of uh, AI to help make productivity improvements that go with that. Uh, Tempesta Media has one of those things within our our overall solution set called augmented experts, where we've been working with AI for, geez, now nearly four years. And so um, based on all that and based on uh, our deep um, working relationships with these experts, we've been able to marry AI and that industry expertise together to be able to put, uh, put out content that performs even better than either of those individually and more cost-effectively, uh, which has been uh, it's actually been a, quite a boon for our customers overall. I think you'll see a realization happen with AI sometime probably in the next six months where people, right now, everyone's thinking about the possibilities of what generative AI can do for a company's business, specifically on their content marketing programs. As these companies start to separate the hype from the reality they're going to see that there's inherent limitations uh, with uh, generative AI on what it can and can't do. And I think that much like the dot-com boom that we had in 99 and going into early 2000, AI is going through a similar cycle right now. So I think we're all talking about the AI boom this year. I think next year you'll probably be hearing about the AI bust. Fair. So I think that's a major trend that I see. Um, I think that the way that people 
seek out information and consume information is rapidly changing. And this is actually the bigger elephant in the room that most companies don't even realize right now. Many companies, especially in the B2B side, they have built their digital marketing mix and their overall marketing mix, frankly, around things like paid search, like Google and Bing and so forth. Um, They've done it on email. They've done it through affiliate programs and banner advertising. A lot of that is going to fundamentally change. 100%. And I'm going to toss out one idea or one concept just to kind of bring it home with your audience. Right now, when someone searches uh, on Google, they get sponsored results back and they get organic results back. With the marriage of AI and voice-based search, you're not going to have that one-to-many response rate. It's going to be a one-to-one response rate. You ask one question and it comes back with one result. Where are all those advertising opportunities that exist today? They're gone. They're fundamentally transformed. Um, That can potentially kill a lot of these uh, B2B companies' uh, marketing chance when all of a sudden paid search is no longer an option. Right. They have to learn to evolve into new tactics, which they might not necessarily be versed in not only interpreting, but developing content for those types of platforms. Sure. Here's another example. Let's use email for creation or AI for the creation of email. What's going to happen when that gets broadly put out into the marketplace? Well, guess what? The number of emails companies get is going to go up dramatically. Well, and when your email inbox is now flooded with two, three, four, five hundred solicitation emails every day, what happens to the response rates of those email programs? Catastrophic. They drop, they plummet. That's right. Same thing happened to banner advertising years ago. So uh, I think that many companies need to start preparing now for a major change in the overall digital marketing mix over the next 18 months. Yeah, there's a really interesting point that you make there in regards to the network creating content that is focused on your audience and leveraging not only your internal audience and that external audience, but um, you know, making sure that you're you're geared up and tooled for being able to translate your messages into different formats that way. Are there any other things that we didn't touch on that you feel like we should? Sure, Michael. I think there's just one other area that I'd want to make sure that we share with your audience. I think the the greatest opportunity that many of these companies have right now is being able to go and create a unified experience with each one of uh, their prospective customers and existing customers. And by that, what I mean is there are multiple channels and methods by which you can communicate with your target audience. Every one of these companies that you're going after and you're targeting is being flooded with marketing messages. If you can provide value with educating them and being available with information 
that is going to be at the right time, the right place for them to go proactively seek out and consume, that's going to separate you from everyone else out there. As a corollary to that as well, um, you're going to see influencers become the destinations that we look at today with various publications like Yahoo, Huffington Post, and many of these others. Those are destination places where you go to seek and consume content, and there's tens of thousands of them. Uh, what is ultimately going to happen is you're no longer going to be following and going to those destination areas to consume the content. You're going to be going to the people that are creating that content uh, as recognized experts and consuming directly from them. Absolutely. And that is a fundamental change on how everything is going to operate. Well, Michael, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you taking the time to talk on the program. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure speaking with you. And uh, I wish you and uh, your audience members much success.